There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I was in a relationship up till last year with a girl that if you add it all up, it was like maybe two plus years that we dated, right? We broke up. We stayed in touch for a long time. We talked all the time, just as if we were still dating. I still saw her from time to time. She okay. lived, lived in Tennessee. Yeah. And we were friends-ish still. And then in April of this year, she dropped off the map. Wow. And I also dropped off the map, too. It was a mutual, oh, we're just not going to talk to each other. And it's cool. It's fine. There have been zero communication except for a couple Instagram memes, which I've not responded to that she sent to me. Okay. Until today, when I got a text message. What did she say? And I'm like, whoa. Jesse cut me off mid-sentence whoa. when he got this text message. First message right. in five months from my ex. She says, do you want to go Dutch on the Costco membership? Stop It's it. $30 or whatever half is with inflation. And the reason she's asking, oh my gosh, my only connection to her <gasps> to this day is that she is on my Costco account. No, she is my additional member. <gasps> and I know I'm fairly certain she still uses it to go get gas in Tennessee, yeah. go to Costco. And I know for a fact that it is expiring in December. She knows too. And obviously. she knows, right? So she, the reason she's still on it, the reason I didn't boot her off is because when we were still talking and it renewed last December, she paid for the entire thing. She paid the whole 60 bucks. Okay. So half is 30. That's why yeah, she's saying. Okay. And I'm like, all right, well, you already paid for it. Like, fine. So, but when it expires, I was going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to cancel this account and uh, make a new one. I did not expect her to proactively reach out we have not talked Does at all. I think she might be in a relationship. I have no Ew. idea. And I'm like, do you want to know what my answer is? Yeah. I'm going to write back. I'll say something along the lines of like, uh, no, I think Joey and I are going to split one, which Joey's okay. my identical twin. So you haven't answered yet. I have not answered yet, but that is what I'm going to say. It kind of feels like the nerve of her. Do you feel that way? It's the just nerve like, whoa. of her asking when you haven't bit. even communicated? Zero communication. That's and weird. And it's like. Yeah, and I don't know if she's trying to just find a way to have a conversation. I don't know, but I'm going to be pretty direct. And that's like, yeah. Isn't this is the perfect example of why, when I'm in a relationship, I don't care how long we've been dating or whatever, I don't, I purposefully go out of my way not to split any type of like memberships or things that last for periods of time because of a situation like this. It's weird. You're still connected to your ex 
no matter how long you've been apart. She was a part of my. She had access to my Netflix for a while. And Would you change the password? It was, uh, yeah, but we were still talking at that point. And I was like, I have to change this. I can't. What if I bring a girl over to my house and it shows, like, she sees, like, the history of, but it's not shows I watch. I'm like, oh, sorry, that's my ex that watches those shows. Yeah, that like- <laughs> and I had to just change the password I mean- and not tell her. And it was, that made for awkward conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just linked by Costco membership. <laughs> so when are you going to respond to her? Uh, shortly, tonight. Okay, because I can't wait to hear what she says back to you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what is she like? So how have you been? So I, well, I feel like this is a situation that kind of comes up with a lot of couples, though. I'm curious. Is there some weird tie that you still have to your ex? Um, my dead cat is in his deep freezer. <gasps> what? Isn't no. that impressive? Isn't that good? Oh, it's disturbing. I mean, it's an interesting story. I don't know if I'd classify it as good, but um, what do you? It, when you say dead cat, hold on, we're gonna trigger some people. Oh, when you yeah. say that thing that you just said, are you talking about ashes? No, I'm actually talking about that my cat um oh, boy. needed to be put to sleep, and after the fact, I had him in a box. And I was like, oh, my God, and freaking out. There's stuff running all over the place. And so he was a police officer. So when he came to meet me to pick up my cat after having him put to sleep, he put the cat into a bag in the back of the cruiser and then took and put into a seat freeze. And the cat has sat there for the last two and a half years. Wait, why? What are you going to do with it? Like. I don't, well, I mean, not two and a half years, but I mean, this has just been recent, but the cat is still there. The cat died like two and a half years ago. Hold on. So I I just have never buried it yet. Oh my gosh. And you don't want to reach out and be like, can we have can, a, can, I what? need my cat back. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I, just, there, I hope the cat's still in the freezer. I mean, the only thing you're supposed to keep in freezers are like old turkeys. That's what my grandma uh, did. Like well, you keep turkey. And then, and it props another food up, but not. This is hilarious. This so. is it's this it's is, a bit. You're you've obviously adjusted to this. Anna's still processing, it's and it's disturbing. okay. This this is very like I don't. It's like what the Jeffrey Dahmer's going on here. Okay, oh. so, years ago, like not six years ago, six months ago, I was like, um, so what about I still need my cat back? Well, I do have two turkeys that I have to throw out. <laughs> you were gonna barter for your dead cat. Is this what I'm hearing? I, I really need. I, I I don't know. The cat needs to be buried. Okay. I, yeah. You know. I, okay. I don't know. I don't know I, what you do. We have no advice for yeah, you other than say, you. hey, I'll be over on Saturday to, to pick, pick it up. Sparky. Can you get my cat for me? I'm, no. No. <laughs> no. We love our listeners, but we. No. And he's a police officer. I, yeah. You know, I'm not no. a confrontational type. No, we're not going to say that because then we're going to. Yeah. No. Okay. But hey, I need my cat back out of the deep freeze. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Good um, luck. Can you let us know if that happens? Yeah. I will let you know. But okay. I thought that was pretty good because what are the chances that anyone's going to say, "Hey, I need my cat back?" I don't not pretty, many. Pretty low. Yeah. Pretty low. Hey, oh, thanks so right. much. What was your first name only, please? First name? Laura. Laura. Anna. I have been in radio for a while. And that is perhaps the strangest phone call I've ever taken. I just don't understand why it's happening for I want it two to be years. 
I want it to be fake. I want that to be fake so much, but it's not. It's real. Laura. This is not what I was expecting. Uh, weird ties to your ex. I was so embarrassed this morning after I got home from running errands. I looked in the mirror and noticed that I had a giant hole in my butt on my leggings. Whoa. <laughs> like, it was not a hole that had been there. It, I must have gotten stuck on something and it ripped. Or maybe when it went through the washer, it ripped. It was a massive hole. You like, could, okay, how big of a hole are we talking here? Because like, I don't want... I mean, the side, that, well, a, Anna, that is not a, a massive smaller hole. smaller than... A, that is not a massive Jesse, hole. Jesse, it was on my butt. You could see what is underneath the leggings. I would say it was the size of a baseball. This is like the size of a dime. That... Uh, a dime. You said a mass... That's still not great. That's big enough to not be great. embarrassed. I'm walking around the store with a hole the size of a dime what in my co- on my butt. What color were your leggings? They were black. Okay, well, yeah. What color was underneath? Not black. Okay, so uh, so it was uh, embarrassing. Oh no! And I had gone to multiple stores. I'm, really? I'm out, and of course, when I'm out running errands, I think I'm so cute in my leggings, and I wasn't. <laughs> I was walking you around because it was kind of warm out. So you didn't have like a sweater on with like a... nothing was covering it. Oh no! It was everybody saw everything. I don't think it. Uh, yeah. I mean, my like appearance is like, like every now and then the zipper's down, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh I've had that. I have fashion malfunctions all the time. I don't know why it happens to me. How did I put those leggings on and not notice that there was a gaping hole? Maybe on you the back sat side? on a something pokey. It looked like something ripped it. I'm not sure, but maybe a, I just you wished... sat on a log at one point and I don't like know. a splinter. <laughs> like, why didn't anyone tell me? What? Well, why how? I don't Ma'am? know. Ma'am. You have a giant hole. I'd be like, why are you looking Ma- at me? Your underwear is showing. <laughs> <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Not an easy conversation to yeah. have. Hey, I wanted to call Anna and tell her after that last radio transaction I wanted to pray for. Oh, <laughs> uh, for the hole in my pants? <laughs> oh my hey hey it's jake gilbert from augusta kentucky how y'all doing doing good We're doing great. good jake what are you up to today well you know i'm doing pretty good i'm not walking around with a gaping hole in my britches you know well yes fair enough <laughs> although she me. said it was a massive hole and it was like the size of a like a grape um, which I guess is a big deal. But if it's on your butt, that's a big deal. Fair. <laughs> well, if I would have seen it, I'd been like, huh, pretty, pretty underwear got on there, huh? Wow. <laughs> wow. It's, yeah, Anna, what's better, the fact you walked around and nobody said something, or if somebody would have said what he just said? If I got that comment, then I would have flipped out. So <laughs> Let's see. I say I want someone to tell me, but if they told me I'd get angry, I, I guess it's a lose-lose. Do you have any advice for Anna to prevent this from happening again? Yeah. Make sure from now on when you put clothes on, you ain't got no hole in your pants. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <Wow. laughs> that's, that's, uh, you know, sometimes yeah. it's the simplest advice. You're right. But <laughs> uh, hey, don't feel bad. I, I was out and about one day and bent over and the whole <laughs> end of my pants ripped out. So. Oh, my, oh, my boy. Lord. Boy, can you imagine if that would happen to you there <laughs> inside of Kohl's? <laughs> I, li- I like Jake from Augusta, Kentucky. I do too. Jake? Anytime you ever want to call, you just call us right back. So people online, they are sharing like rules that they had to follow when they were growing up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people are relating like, yeah, oh yeah, we had those rules too. For example, curfews. Everybody yeah. had a curfew. We didn't have rules. There were no rules for, <laughs> when I say for me and Joey, my identical twin, I would say that there, I I mean, the name of some of these rules. So, other than curfew. Well, curfews, like getting good grades. We did not, both of those we did not have rules for. Okay. Curfew, but there's a reason. Because they knew that Joey and I would not stay out late ever. So they never had to set a curfew because we were good little perfect low angels. 
So just Joey and you, did your other siblings have rules? Uh, yeah. My, once they caused problems. Okay. My sister was a big, big old troublemaker. Well, I don't, I don't think it's about, because my parents had rules before we were even old enough to break any of the rules. Aren't you the youngest? Yes. That's why you didn't have, that's why you didn't have rules. Yeah, but I have. No, because this is exactly how it was. I was the second oldest and the oldest, we had rules before we had ever even done anything wrong. We did nothing wrong. And it's like, these are the rules that you have no matter what. And then, of course, I broke all the rules. But my younger siblings, they had no rules. Because they're like, well, your older siblings, they already did everything they could do. So that's what it is. It's because you're the baby. Wow. Don't, t- yeah. don't take it out on me. Seriously. <laughs> yes, honestly. That's what, what this is hold about. On. Don't take it out on me. No. I don't think my parents cared. My parents cared, but they didn't care that much. Like, for grades, right? Okay. Perfect example. Explain this one, Anna and Jesse. <laughs> Explain this one. Um <laughs> there, there was no rule for grades. There was an expectation, but it was low. I remember one time I had on a progress report, I had like a, a D minus or possibly an F. And my dad, to quote my father, he said, son, all I ask is a C. Are you, I got grounded for C's. No, I was left alone if I had a C and up. I made honor roll one time, Anna. One time, if you count the four years of uh, high school and three of middle school, one time. And I had, a, I believe, a 3.0. So what made you a good kid? You weren't getting good grades. What were you doing? Sweet and charming. You were just like yeah, just sucking up to all the teachers. I don't Is know. that what? It's, it's the classes I liked, I was really good in. Yeah. It's the ones I didn't like, I was really bad in. So it just pulled my average down. I had a lot of A's and a lot of B's, but it was the ones I, like biology, it was like a D. Anything math related was like a D. Okay, I was in the same boat, but I got grounded for it. I was grounded my entire childhood for C's and D's. That's not my problem. Well, it's because I was the oldest. You're the baby, so of course you got spoiled. That's what this is. You're holding a grudge. Why don't you call call Ron up? Talk to Ron. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Why don't we call your mom? Figure out what's up. Why didn't Jesse have rules? (laughs) I was too busy making money to raise a family. I can hear it now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just true, honestly. <laughs> and somebody's on the phone. Hi, is Anna there? Yes. Hey, Anna, this is um, a friend of your father's, Ron. Uh-oh. I just found oh. out that you're on B105 and didn't didn't know about it. And I thought, I'm going to call in because you're cracking me up. Oh. I did not know that your father, Ron, was so strict on you. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Man. What, are you trying to play cool guy? Oh, uh, well, um, yeah. <laughs> well, how did he portray yeah. himself? Oh my God! I love your father. He's awesome. He 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 gave me his fig tree from his wait great great grandma that came oh, over from Italy. The fig my tree. my my uncle is growing it for me now. Oh yeah, and he called me today at work and said, "Hey, I don't know if you know, but my daughter's back in town. Do you listen to B one hundred and five? Oh, no. I listen is, all the time. This is why we can't ever say anything bad about your parents. Anna. <laughs> oh no, never. Chris, are you Chris. aware of what paw paws are? <laughs> Uh huh. Okay. Did you learn that from Ron? (laughs) Uh, Well, (laughs) I know a lot about Ron. I love your parents. They're awesome. But I didn't know he was so strict on you. She didn't say no. (laughs) I I guarantee. Actually, my parents have already asked me if I would like to give you a fig tree from our family. (laughs) Really? Like, this is a thing that they do. Their coworkers, their friends, everybody, they pass out, like, vegetables and plants. I do need a a new tree. What do you want? You want, like, some jalapeno plants or Uh, something? Give those to Big Dave. I'll take a fig tree and put it right in my front yard for easy access. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Boy, I like these days. You know why I like it? (laughs) 
Because I don't have to answer yes, the question. Exactly. We do the truth jar every single day, but we take turns. And today is Anna's turn to answer a question. We have a jar in here full of questions, hundreds, I would say. We pull one out, and I'm going to take one out right now. And I will read it, and you have to answer it truthfully. Okay, well, I'm ready. A little anxious. Okay, here you go. Today's truth jar question. Oh, man. It gets right to the point. Anna, have I ever offended you? Uh, w- well, um, <laughs> okay, don't take this. Hold on. Well, hold on. No, no, no. Don't take this the wrong way. Is that fair? Don't take it the wrong way. Don't okay? take it. All right, it's good. This is all about the truth jar. Okay. A few weeks ago, you asked me if I could maybe start coming into work a little bit later no. than you. Okay, <laughs> no, hold on. No. Okay, actually, let me explain. You finish and okay. then I'll correct. So but. Jesse asked me a couple weeks ago, "Hey Anna, could you start coming into work a little bit later than me? Mm-hmm. I really just need my alone time in the office. Uh-huh. I just need time to focus and, and be alone in there. Sure. So if you want to come in a little bit later, and I was like, all right, fine. Yeah. I said it didn't bother me, but I went home that night and I thought about it, and it did. It bothered me a little bit. I felt like, oh man, I'm already annoying Jesse, and we haven't even been working together that long. Right. So I'm over it now. But well, how did you get <laughs> over think, it? Why, why well, did, because I just realized, all right, Anna, you can't. He said, don't let it get to you. You're an introvert. I'm an extrovert. We work differently. And the only way that we can work together peacefully is if we each have our our separate space every now and then. I get it. So I get it now. So what I said, just, just to clarify, <laughs> was... Ahead. Can you not come into this office until noon? You can come in. All right, fair. Uh, and I said, but if you want, you don't even have to come into work till noon. Like, it's up to you, but I just need this office till noon. Because as an introvert, and any introvert will understand, we're all about having that little bit of time to ourselves to recharge batteries, yeah. our personal batteries. And then I'll spend the rest of my day pretending to be an extrovert. Whereas extroverts, it's the other way around. It's... You need that, I, I think, anyway. Like, you get charged up by being around people. Yes. So I, I was just, I felt like that pressure of, like, getting uh, irritated and frustrated because I'm not having private time to do what I need to get done. And so I was like, how can I word? I would say it to anybody. Okay. I was like, how can I word this in a way? <laughs> and I was like, I just need alone time, a little bit. And uh, we've been good. I'd say it improved since then. You know? And you feel better? Yes. And I've... I've found my social interaction with other people, so good. It's fine. You're you're yeah. watering plants and everything. I, you're doing... I know, so I'm getting out there. Yeah. Um. No, you tried to make it a sweet deal. You were like, you can come in at twelve. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, was work like, less. Right. Come on. You're welcome. <laughs> so whatever. I'm over it. I'm totally over it. Oh, good it. man. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm. I can't apologize for the hanger though, because that is an ongoing problem, and we've already dealt with that today. <laughs> oh yeah, we have. <laughs> we're getting a call. What's up? Jesse, this is your friend Mary. I would have been hurt, too, if you said that to me, because what you should have done is just stay home a little longer and then let her come in. So, Mary, oh. here's the thing, <laughs> and, and I totally mean this. I have added responsibilities here. Like, I don't talk about this, but I'm the, <clears throat> I'm the assistant oh, program director. Man. Here we go. And as a result, I have... A lot of extra things behind the scenes that I do that Mm. you would never know about. But it involves having to be in front of the computer and scheduling music on the work computers 
and doing things that have to be done that I can't really do at home. Mm-hmm. So, and it all exists in my little office. My oh, little, he's, okay. Well, okay. All right. He's one of the big wigs. He's like really important. Okay. So. But then how come you couldn't get my Luke Bryan here? For the summer this year. Oh. Listen, I'm the assistant for. I'm oh, not Grover Collins. Now he's not that. Now he's actually not <laughs> Listen, that. Listen, there are limits on what I can achieve, okay? Come on. Okay, well, get him here next year. Now I'll do what I can. Listen, I can't talk about all these things, right? <laughs> It's covert. What are you doing in that office? With yeah, the, all right. the lights. The, you ever notice how low the lights are in yeah. there? Like, it's top secret. Oh, yeah. He also works in the dark. We can't forget about <laughs> I'm not even allowed to turn on the lights <laughs> in the office. Okay, we got to stop talking about this now. Mm-hmm. This is top secret stuff. <laughs> I think I may have found uh, the reason for our night night terrors for you, bad dreams for me. Oh, you Jesse. think? I don't know. Uh, there was a poll done, and it found that people who eat cheese often have bad dreams after eating cheese. And the number one culprit, cheddar. Cheddar, followed by mozzarella and brie. Okay, that's a lot of information I didn't need. Listen. There's a girl I watch on TikTok. She has nightmares, not night terrors, nightmares. And she admits, she's like, cheese induces them. And when she's like due to make another TikTok video, she turns all her cameras on, eats like a block of cheese before she goes to bed. And it's Nightmare City. My night terrors, I don't believe are tied to cheese, but out of the two of us, who eats way more cheese, and it's you. I eat cheese with every meal. I eat cheese all day long. I love cheese. Uh, Brie, you can't take away my brie. Cheddar is probably at the top of the list. Um, I like all flavors. I like all kinds. I am not going to give it up. I don't care if it gives me nightmares. Okay. This study, no. Are you having nightmares? Do you have nightmares a lot? Okay. All right. Recycle that, please. Are you, do you eat, um, do you have a lot of nightmares? Yes. Jesse, remember, I've told you this before. I frequently have nightmares where we almost thought they might be night terrors because they sometimes, I still feel like I'm dreaming when I wake up. Yeah, well, I've had that too. Like, I've had dreams where I thought I could fly, and then I woke up and I couldn't. I was real sad. And you like fell. I'm like, on dang, the I thought bed. I could fly, and I'm just like laying here. But no, night terrors. That's that's a mobile activity. That's you get up, <laughs> and you're you're on the move. Like like I'm crouching down like Gollum on the bed. Like, yeah. Oh man. Hmm. <laughs> ripping blinds off the wall. I shouldn't be so unless you're destroying things or running around the house, you might just be having a nightmare. But that's not good either. You can't have you scared in the middle of the night. Well. Maybe my nightmares are because of the amount of cheese that I consume. Looks like we need a dry February. A dry? No. Listen. No. If you can, no. No. You've given up. You've given up alcoholic drinks for this month. I do not care. Would you Ch- let me? Go I, ahead. Are, are you? Why are you upset? Just calm down one second, okay? Go ahead. <laughs> I said. The, I said those two bad words. Oh. Calm down. So, if you can have alcohol in February, would you give up cheese? No. Was okay, an easy, Jesse, easy here's answer. alcohol down here. Here's cheese. Cheese is Whoa, at the top. Really? I'll save money. I'll stop drinking alcohol. You cannot take away my cheese. That would be coffee for me. Yeah, well, it's cheese for me. No, thank you. All right. Brian, what about you, bud? Yes, it does. If I eat a lot of it at work and I do have a goofy nightmare stream, yes, it does. This is so confusing what? to me because I like cheese, but I just, I guess I just don't consume it separately as a snack. How are you... I'm asking Brian here, and then, Anna, you can jump in. Okay. How are you consuming the cheese? They come in little small square packs, and at the hospital I work at, we have them for snacks, and, yeah, that's a lot of cheese. Okay, Anna, how do you consume cheese? In all forms. Okay, uh, one I, way, what's the what's the most uh, raw and uh, beast-like way you eat cheese? 
<laughs> I love a good cheese square, just like Brian. I mean, okay, the answer is prob- you just bite right off the end of a block. Yeah. Yes. Like the most cheese I eat is is string cheese, and when I do, I get judged for the way I do it. Well, because you just take a chunk out of the stick, you don't string it. It's string cheese. Okay. If you want to take chunks out, then you need to get some cheese squares. Jesse, we have rules. No, we don't. In the cheese eating community. Okay, yes, well, we I'm do. Not, guess what? I'm not part of the cheese eating Listen, community. Listen, so apparently your, not. Your rules do not apply to this guy. <laughs> hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.